Welcome back to another episode of Sincerely Kile. Um, so today I'm actually re-recording an episode because um, when I originally recorded the episode, I um, wasn't fully honest. I wasn't fully transparent. And in full transparency, I have to be transparent and letting you guys know that, hey, this episode was re-recorded. Um, the craziest thing happened. Um, I began to doubt myself. I began to have fear. I began to feel inadequate. I had a long conversation with my husband, like, you know, maybe I just need to take a break. Maybe I need to rethink some things. Maybe I need to reprocess some things. Maybe this isn't the direction that I need to be going at this moment. And just, just all around negative thoughts, like negative thinking. And um, those thoughts can seep in so secretly that we don't even realize that they're seeping in. Um, and so today I got a message from a close friend of mine. She sent a link about podcasting and, you know, taking your podcast to the next level. And it had like all of these courses and classes. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like in that moment, it showed me that God is always looking out for us. God is always writing our story. He already knows our thoughts and what we're going to try to give up on. And he's going to send somebody in some way, some form or fashion to deliver a message from him to keep going. And y'all, I just broke down in tears and I just let her know, like, you don't even realize the timing that you had. Literally last night I was venting and about to give up and I wanted to just quit and I wanted to just say oh it's not good enough and for God to have her to send me that link and the story she told behind it of her finding refining the link and how she got a message to send that to me y'all I completely lost it like just crying tears of joy and and tears of um feeling worthy because God took the time out to make this person do this and this person took the time out to make sure that she delivered the message that was laid upon her heart. And that's why I keep saying it's so important for us to be intentional in our purpose. It's so important for us to trust God in everything that we do. It's so important for us to be still and clearly hear what he wants us to do because our destiny, our our purpose is connected to someone else's destiny. And that's so crazy that had she not sent that, I would have continued in, in my negative thoughts and, you know, I'm just going to stop this right now and I'm just, you know, I'm not feeling it right now. So I just wanted to share that testimony really quick as we go into this re-recording of this episode because I want to get truly deep into this because I've been dealing with this for years since becoming a mom and I know so many moms have dealt with mom guilt. Mom guilt is a serious thing. And if you've never heard of mom guilt, um, it's not in the Webster's Dictionary. It's not something you could just look up. But mom guilt is a true feeling that is real in, in a lot of moms. Mom guilt is it's basically the feeling of guilt. It's the feeling of doubt. It's the feeling of anxiousness. It's the feeling of uncertainty. It's the, it's the, it, the feeling of not feeling good enough um, by mothers. When we worry about 
if we're failing, we'll worry about if we're falling short of somebody else's expectations. Because most of the time we're our toughest critic as mothers. And so either we're being our toughest critic or we're looking at someone else's expectations and trying to live up to their expectations, which feel, which makes us feel as though we're failing. And that's not necessarily true. It could be um, whether you're a new mom. I know when I first became a mom, um, that was my first experience of um, experiencing mom guilt. When Hunter was a baby, um, he was born with jaundice. And I just felt like, what did I do wrong during my pregnancy? Did I eat the wrong things? Did I not sleep correctly? Did I not exercise enough? Did I not do those things that I was supposed to do? Like, how did he get this? But it's it's a health issue that a lot of babies have in African-American culture, particularly. And it was nothing that serious for me to feel like I had failed him for the rest of his life. But me being a new mom, I didn't know anything. I was unaware. I felt like, you know, it was all my fault. Um, and I just began to blame myself. And my sister reminded me of that. And, you know, we laughed about it now because she was like, Kile was panicking. And she was like, what did I do wrong? And I legit was in tears every day that they called us back and told us to bring him in for another checkup. We went in about three days after he was born back and forth, back and forth to children's. And it was just an overwhelming feeling as a new mom. And all of those things that we put the burden on ourselves for is unhealthy. And so it's not, mom get is not something that's easy to recognize. Um, every mother's experience is unique. Um, all of us have our own guilt, whether it's something as small as feeding your children McDonald's or, you know, um, the, virt the whole virtual learning thing that we're going through right now is a perfect example of mom guilt because we have so many different moms and so many different parents that are deciding what's best for their family and what's bef best for their children. But we look at the mothers that are surrounding us and even though, hey, I'm, I'm able to keep my children home, I can't, you know, make another mom feel bad that she has to be an essential employee. She has to go to work and she may be a single mom and doesn't have a village. She may, you know, just feel like it's best for her child to be in a school environment. And so we have to understand and be considerate in how we act and how we say things. Um, because even me, I've been guilty of, you know, um, not not necessarily knowing that I'm saying something wrong or that I'm saying something offensive, but me venting about my own personal anxiety and, you know, how I came to my decision as a mother, but not realizing that it may have the perception on the other end of another mother that, hey, you know, she's making me feel bad because I'm making this decision that's not the same decision that she's making and she she's making it seem like it's a bad decision. So we have to be understanding, we have to be sympathetic to um, everything that someone is going through. We don't know their story. We don't know their background. We don't know the reason, their thought process of why they're making these decisions. So I feel like as mothers, we have to be there for one another. We have to uplift one another. We have to encourage one another in the midst of even if our decisions are different from each other, because we are different as mothers. Our children are different. Our family dynamics are different. And that's just the fact of the matter. So um, <laughs> it's just, 
so so many different scenarios that I myself have struggled with mom guilt, you know. Um screen time, that's another big thing that that mothers uh have different opinions on. My kids watch TV. My kids have TVs in their room. My kids have tablets. Do they sit in front of a TV all day? No. Are there sometimes that I'm trying to get things done and I sit them in front of a TV? Yes. Or I t- or if we're on a road trip, I give them their tablets. Yes. And there's plenty of people who speak against, oh, I don't believe in having TVs in the rooms for my kids. I don't allow my kids to have screen time. I don't allow my kids to have TV time during the week. I don't allow my kids to play those type of games. I don't allow my kids to have these um, type of toys. I don't allow my kids to eat this. My kids are vegan. My kids are vegetarian. My kids are, you know, I use non-toxic um cleaners in my house because you know my kids this and my kids that that is what you choose to do that is what they choose to do you choose what you need to choose for you i can only be me i can only be the type of mom that i am i cannot you know cause myself to be something that i'm not now if it's something that i need to change for a better lifestyle or a better, you know, healthy choice for my children and myself. That's my decision, but I will never be forced into doing something that isn't for me just because the majority rules or the majority of the moms are speaking up for it and they're speaking against what I'm doing. No, my kids are not vegan. Do they have healthy options for dinner, lunch, breakfast? Yes, they do. I make sure my kids have a home cooked meal, you know, and I make sure that they get the nutrients that they need. I don't need my children to go fully vegan. That's my choice. Am I a bad mom for it? No. Have I experienced mom guilt for it? Uh, no, not really, not particularly. Um, the screen time thing, sure. I felt like uh, people are probably judging me, but at this point in my life, I don't really, I don't really care. But does that eliminate mom guilt totally? Heck no, it does not take it away. Um, I still use Lysol. I still use Clorox. I still use the regular cleaners that I grew up on. Do I uh, think that non-toxic products are bad? No, I don't. Do I particularly want to use them? No, I don't. Not at this moment. I'm good with the cleaners that I'm using. I'm good with the cleaners that um, my household uses to eliminate germs, to make me feel comfortable that my house is clean. And that's my choice. Am I a bad mom? Heck no. I'm a great mom. And that's those are the type of affirmations that you have to tell yourself. I'm a great mom, despite the decisions that I make for my children and my family. These are the decisions that I choose to make because only I know my family. Only I know my comfort level as a mom, as a person, as a human being. So, um, you know, those type of things, you know, like uh, educational stuff. I know that, you know, I post Jackson sometimes. I I. Even in our own household, I've found myself comparing Hunter and Jackson. It's like, oh, you know, well, Hunter was talking more at this age. Hunter was like knowing his birthday. Hunter was spelling words. Hunter was like just more outgoing. He was more social. He could communicate with us his feelings and his emotions and his expressions. I could take Hunter places and not, it wasn't always like a tantrum or something. Jackson's a whole different kid. And some sometimes I get mom guilt for comparing them because I do get frustrated at times in, in certain milestones or certain developmental uh, stages that I'm like, you know, why isn't 
you know, Jackson potty trained yet. Hunter was definitely potty trained before three. Um, but just understanding that the comparison thing, we always say comparison is the thief of joy. So don't allow someone else's um, stage of life compared to your motherhood stage of life or your child's stage of life because just me comparing my two kids causes me anxiety. It causes me frustration. It causes me worry. It causes me stress. And I have to understand that Kile, you know, one, uh, when Hunter was younger, Hunter had a whole different environment. You know, my husband and I moved together in our house as we waited for our house to come through when Hunter was one and we were married and everything like that. But, and so Hunter was getting more, uh, you know, outside socializing, you know, he was going to the grandparents more. He was with my sisters. He heard, he just watched us have conversations. He was just more involved. Um, I also only had one kid. So I was able to take Hunter places. I was able to do stuff with him. We would just up and pack up and go places. So he was able to experience more. Now, when two kids hit, it got real, real for your girl. Like, all right, taking two kids is a lot of work. You know, so I feel I do feel like at times I may have shortcut it or shortened Jackson's experience. Like he hasn't played a sport yet. Hunter was out on the soccer field at two. I was pressed, like first kid syndrome. Um, and of course, with COVID and everything, um, I feel for the, the kids growing up because now we're just truly uh, having limitations on what we can do and what we can't do. Um, but I do have mom guilt a lot when it comes to that with just the differences in my kids, you know, like maybe I need to, you know, do more with Jackson. Maybe I need to take him out more. Maybe I need to spend more time uh, with them separately because there's times when I'm getting on Hunter because he's the oldest. My kids, if you're a new time listener here, my kids are six and three. Um, and my oldest son, he often says, you know, well, Jackson doesn't have to do this and Jackson doesn't have to do that. And I'm like, well, Jackson's three. Like, you're the older brother. You've already went through these stages. You already understand the rules. You already understand consequences. Jackson is now learning what you learned at that age. So you have to understand that you can't compare yourself to Jackson. And the, in, in the midst of me saying that, I have to say, all right, Kile, you can't compare yourself to what other moms are doing or what the other dads are doing, what other parents are doing with their children. You can't compare your kids to each other. You can't compare your kids to other kids. So mom guilt comes in different forms of fashion. Like I said, it's nothing you can just pinpoint. It's nothing you can just eliminate. It's going to come and it's okay. Um, so, you know, let's just talk about uh, ways to beat it. You know, like how can you beat mom guilt? There's no particular way. There's no specific way on how to beat um, mom guilt, but these are some things that I came up with. Um, the first thing for me is to truly um, decide just what you're doing wrong. If you if you make the decision that you're doing something wrong, that's your decision. That hey, I feel like I need to you know rethink this or reprocess this, and um, just like when we you know do our work stuff, if it's not working, then you have to go back and revisit. What am I doing wrong? What do I want to do better? And that's your decision. Don't let anybody else tell you that. Like, don't let anybody else say, oh, girl, you, you're giving them too much screen time. No, you make that decision whether it's too much screen time or not. Um, also, 
I would say get away from people who may cause you guilt. You know, we have people who have opinions. I used to always tell my my mom, like, Mom, these are I got this. I've been a mom for such and such years. And does that mean I do not take my mom's advice? No, I do take my mom's advice. I take my sister's advice. And I understand that they've been moms longer than me and they understand things that I may not understand. However, I do want the independency and the opportunity to um, be my own independent mom and make the decisions for myself. So I don't raise my kids, particularly like my mom raised us. And so my mom would say things like, well, this, you you um you know, you need to do this or um, y'all need to... And I used to be like, mom, no, like, that's not how we're parenting, like, respectfully. And you can respectfully tell somebody, you know, that's just not how I choose to do things. And they have to respect that because these are your children. God has anointed you. He's appointed you with the responsibility to be this child's mother. And so he's already equipped you with the tools that you need to survive. So mom guilt shouldn't even be a thing. So First of all, definitely pray over like whatever stress or anxiety you feel like mom guilt is giving you and just ask God to remove those things. Um, the other thing is, I know some moms don't agree with this. I I take me's a personal day. I takes me a personal day, y'all. Okay. I put in my mommy leave. That's the newest thing I started doing. I started sending my, my husband a text like, you know, I have this submitting mommy, submitting leave for the day um, during this time, you know? And so I think we do a good job with that. And um, my husband, he has his dad leave, you know, he may go hang out with the guys. I hang out with my sisters or friends. Um, Of course, COVID has limited that tremendously. Um, Or we'll, we'll have our date nights together. Um, But now we don't have sitters. We've been doing a lot of things where we're kind of, you know, just, you know, in the house or hanging out with that one person that we trust that don't got COVID type thing. (laughs) But just understanding that that personal space is needed because a lot of times we overwhelm ourselves that, oh, you know, we feel bad. I remember when Hunter was a baby, I would feel bad about him going to, you know, the grandparents' house. And I feel guilty about that. Mom guilt, boom. Even to this day, like, I'll go, I'll be pressed for my kids to go. Like, yes, these kids are gone for the weekend. But by the second day, I'm like, oh, are you know, because usually it's the grandparents. Are your parents okay? You know, I'll check on my mom. Like, are the kids okay? You know, I can do this. I can do that. I try to do as much as possible to help them out. But I have that mom guilt like, dang, I don't even want to be bothered with my kids. So I know they don't want to be bothered with my kids. And that's how I be feeling like, shoot, I start feeling bad about even sending my kids away to somebody who actually wants my kids. They ask more most of the time. My mom don't ask for them at all. (laughs) She'll come visit, but nah, sis is like, no. So she's pretty much a begging. I have to beg my mom like, please. But understanding that breaks are okay. Like it's not bad um, that you don't want to spend time with your kids at that moment. It's not saying I don't want a mom anymore. I don't want to be a mom. So we have to understand that being honest with yourself is okay. Like there are sometimes I wake up, I'm like, crap, I don't feel like momming today. Like I don't want the responsibility of being a mom. I don't feel like cooking breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I don't feel like cleaning this junkie house. I'm tired of cleaning this junkie house. I just want these kids. If I didn't have kids, you know, this house would be freaking clean. And it's okay to have those thoughts, but I don't dwell in those thoughts to the point that I'm like, I wish I was never a mom. And people have to understand that there's 
um, different levels of it. And no, I'm not attacking anyone that's trying to have a baby or I'm not making them, you know, because people love to throw that out there like, oh, why would you say that? You shouldn't say that. You know how many women are out here trying to have a baby? You know, they may take that the wrong way. No, I'm just saying that I don't feel like being with my kids at this moment. And that's okay. Does that make me a bad mom? No, it makes me an honest mom. And I'm being honest about it. And I'm letting my feelings out. If that offends you, I'm sorry. But at this moment, I need to get it out, period. And we just got to feel comfortable in that. That's the biggest thing for me, being comfortable in your own skin and understanding that everybody is not going to take your opinion. They're not going to, you know, respect how you feel at all times. And that's just life in itself, not just for mothers, as a person. Be your own person. Be you. Because nobody can be you but you. Okay? Um, I've also, you know, another mom guilt I've had, and I'm just sharing a couple with y'all was when, um, you know, you just feel like, am I making the right decision? Am I messing up my kids in the long run type thing? So when I shared with you guys, um, a while ago on my Instagram, um, Hunter was, uh, he tested in early for kindergarten, um, because his birthday was late, blah, blah, blah. It's an hour long test. You know, and then like halfway through kindergarten, and you know, his teacher was saying something about his maturity level. And I was just like, okay, well, academically, he's on track, like he's doing great academically. And so then she made me question, like, oh, did we make the bad decision? Should we have just waited and let him kind of transition to kindergarten naturally? Should we not have tested him? No, because then I would have held my kid back for no apparent reason. Like, first of all, kids are, he's in kindergarten. Second of all, like he needs time to mature. He's a five-year-old. Like it doesn't make sense. So I had to eliminate her opinion to eliminate the mom guilt that I was feeling based on her opinion. Like, girl, shut up. Like, shut up. <laughs> That's how my brother-in-law be. Like, girl, shut up. But um I just had to do that. And you have to cancel out other people's thoughts. And that's why I always tell people, like, it's okay to take those social media breaks, too, because all of these influence uh, propped, even some of my pictures, you know, sometimes we, you know, we stage our kids. We're trying to make, you know, the the picture look perfect or, you know, if it's a sponsor ad or if we got to do this, we have to understand that, um, no, these kids don't always look like this. They don't always act like this. This is one-time picture. This is a still picture. You're not seeing the behind the scenes. You're not seeing the tantrums. You're not seeing me yelling. You're not seeing the mess in the house. Like you're just getting the highlight reels of people's lives and people children's lives. So just understand that, oh, um, because I know I get a lot of DMs like, girl, I could never, like you just be cooking. I hate, I, I love cooking, but I hate that I'm mandated to cook. <laughs> So I'd be like, God dang it. Like, why am I responsible for all of this at times? And I hate the dishes and I hate that my kids keep coming in the kitchen while I'm cooking. So like all of that, you don't see, you just see when I post a pretty meal and it's like, boom, threw down in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? So just understand that you're only seeing the highlight rails of somebody's life. Understand that people are going to speak from their perspective and their opinion, opinion, and you don't have to necessarily agree, 
understand that you can cancel out anybody that's given any negative thoughts or negative opinions to what you're doing as a mother to make you feel guilty for it. Cut them off. And you don't even have to cut them off completely, but respectfully, I respect your opinion, but I'm going to do what I'm going to do because it's my life and it's my kids. Um, also, take a personal day. Stop being afraid to be like, girl, I can't, you know, I can't take a personal day, you know. No, take a personal day. If you don't feel like cooking, order out. If the laundry is piled up and you don't feel like doing it, let the laundry pile up. Like, it's okay. I'm not saying, like, go months and months and months of letting just things just pile up. I'm saying take a break when needed. Like, we overwhelm ourselves. Like, we need to do everything at one time. And that's another thing. Ask for help. Reach out to your village. Build your village. I know um, for me, you know, I think we have an amazing village and we have family members. I have friends. Um, when it comes to watching our kids, it's just, you know, my parents, his parents, my sisters, if my boys stay. But other than that, that's it. You know, and the godparents, of course. But other than that, that's it. But it's okay to build your village. And that's what Momish Podcast um, started from. But sincerely, Kile is kind of revamping that to kind of personalize it to my story, particularly um, as I continue to talk about, you know, my experience as a mother personally and not just everyone else's experience. But um, that's how it started. I wanted to build a community. I wanted to have other mothers to talk to about what I was going through because nobody understands what you're going through except another mother. And even then, another mother may not understand what you're going through because they haven't went through it or they have a different opinion from you or they have a different perspective from you and their experience looks differently. So you're custom made to be your child's mother and understand that you yourself only understand what's best for your child. So building that village, understanding that you were built for this. You were anointed and appointed for this. Like God, he knows your name. It was no mistake that he plant, gave you the child that he gave you. Because I guarantee you, if I gave you my Hunter and my Jackson, y'all be sending them back. <laughs> and if you gave me your kid, I'll probably be like, nah, I'm not able to do this. So just understand that you're that child's mother. And... Speak those affirmations over yourself that, hey, I'm not going to allow mom guilt to take over. I'm not going to let, let fear take over. I'm not going to let doubt take over. I'm not going to let stress and worry take over. I am a great mom. I am, insert your child's name. <laughs> that sounded like a machine, but <laughs> insert your child's name. I am Hunter and Jackson's mom. I am the perfect mom for them. I don't know all the answers. I'm still growing. I'm still learning. I'm still trying to understand motherhood as a whole. I will not always get everything right. Some things I may do wrong, but I know that I'm doing the best that I can. I know that I'm doing the best, that what's best for my child and my family and what's best for me as a mother. And if I need to change things, it's okay. If I need to change my um, outlook on things. If I need to reach out to somebody for their advice or their opinion, it's okay. If I need to reach out for help, if I'm feeling overwhelmed, it's okay. If I feel fearful, if I feel like I'm making the wrong choices, 
It's okay to take time to process and think. It's okay. And that that's that's the whole message of this thing is everything is gonna be okay. You're gonna make it, you're gonna survive because you was built for this. Motherhood is the toughest hood we've ever been through. And we're gonna come out like some savages, like some gangsters. Like, no. <laughs> but no, I really, really, really just wanted to encourage you guys. And I really wanna thank um my friend. I wanna shout this episode out to her just for being obedient and listening to God um, and reaching out to me and pushing me because I legit deleted that episode. I think it was like 15 plays. I promise y'all it's like 15 plays. I looked at it and I was like, I'm deleting this. It's okay. You know, I'll try again next time. And I was legit going to wait until next week and just put out a new episode. But that message came on time. That message made me think that somebody has to hear this. Somebody is going through mom guilt just like I'm going through mom guilt. And it doesn't even stop at mom guilt. Like I even go through wife guilt at times. So that's a whole another episode that I'll dive into um, because it's a lot. And so we're out here doing a lot. We're out here being moms. We're out here being wives. We're out here building brands and trying to run businesses. We're out here, you know, trying to inspire others and heal from things that we need to heal from. And we're doing a lot, y'all. So give yourself grace. Be patient with yourself. Be patient with everybody else. Be patient with yourself. Give yourself grace. Take that time for you. I understand that you got this. And if ain't nobody else told you today, you a bomb mom. I'm telling you, you a bomb mom and you got this. And then to the next episode of Sincerely Kile, I'm checking out. I love y'all. Follow me on Instagram at Kile, K-E-E-L-A-Y underscore Carter, C-A-R-T-E-R. Check out the website, www.momish, M-O-M-I-S-H dash podcast, what's for your hyphen, podcast p-o-d-c-a-s-t dot com you can check out the apparel there i've been sharing recipes there um i'm going to start back with the marriage matters of you know just wife life tips um there because a lot of people always talk about you know um you know questions about marriage so the marriage matters will be back um the podcast uh there's a future things in the works. So just stay tuned. Um, I thank you guys for the support. I thank you guys for the encouragement. I thank you guys for the love. Um, and I'll check you guys on the next episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share, share, share. Love y'all. Bye.